following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. Chuck Pierce texted me this week and said he was praying for us, and the Lord said, tell Kent that Tell Kent the the clock has started ticking and things are about to start clicking. And uh, my brother Dan had a watch that we gave him for his 60th birthday. And yesterday I called him. He was actually on the property praying. And it's a very complicated watch. It's kind of a many time zones and many faceted ways of keeping time. A lot of navigation on the watch. And honestly, it's very difficult to set it and get the right time and so he's basically just wore it with the wrong time Uh, because it's nice right Dan but all of a sudden he found a video that showed him how to set it and as soon as he aligned it with Chicago's time central as soon as he hit the right button and aligned it all the dials began to turn and came in at exactly the time to the second and he felt like the Lord was saying along with that prophecy from Chuck get ready God is going to hit your button today and all the dials are current about to turn and you're going to, if you were behind you're going to be even if you were ahead you're coming back and we're about to be in the perfect timing of God and isn't it interesting he got the watch when he was 60 so what time is it Isaiah 60 arise and shine for thy light has come and the glory of the Lord will be seen upon you gross darkness has covered the whole earth but now arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon you so we say it's time for glory in the name of Jesus for the glory of God amen so touch your watch or touch your cell phone again and just say I am coming into God's perfect timing in this season in the name of Jesus amen We've had so much prophetic stuff buzzing around here today. It's been amazing. So we bless all of you. We bless those who are online. Let's put our giving declaration up because we know God's doing financial dealings and breakthroughs for us. Let's say this out loud. One, two, three. We are giving out of love and thankfulness for all the Lord has done. By our giving, we have taken a step into an abundant place of his supply Therefore, we declare and decree the promise of double portion provision is released over this place, people, and region. To God be the glory and praise forevermore. Amen. Just reach your hand out to, you don't have to touch them. I know we're kind of, we're not really social distance, but we're trying our best. But we just reach out and say, Lord, the person on my left and right, bless them. Open the windows of heaven. Open up blessings on them that they don't even have room enough to receive it. Lord, we thank you. My God shall supply all of their needs according to your riches and glory. We bless now, and we say what God blesses, no man can curse in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. Uh, I just did a uh, really brief video, and so it's not. It's on. It's on my iPhone. The chess is. Would you guys stand up, my dear friends here? This is the. Mr. Miss Chess, uh, she's deaf, he's blind, and uh, they're some of the most wonderful people. Uh, he's the gentleman that we bought the ore for his glasses so that now he can see things that he couldn't see before. So by your generosity, uh, he, he, he's able, he's got this thing on his glasses called an, an ore, ore cam. 
And, and so let me just show you a little bit of it. We had a fun time in the back there. Uh, uh, hey, guys, I'm here with Mr. and Ms. Chess. Turn it up just. And uh, this, this is the gentleman that we uh, helped uh, purchase the OrCam uh, for his glasses, which uh, he's blind and she's deaf. And, and so it, he, it's very difficult for them to navigate. But now with this OrCam, he can see things and it tells him what, what he's actually seeing. So we just wanted to kind of demonstrate that for you on his ear. So Mr. Chess, I'm over here if you can look at me. So I just told him who I am, Pastor, Pastor Kent. Kent, right? And so now watch this with currency. So he's... $1. So that's $1. Ten dollars. I told him don't mix my hundred up with your ten. He said, I, "He said I'm sorry, I'm blind." <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Now here's what's really cool. Watch this. When he looks at his wrist, it tells him what time it is, even though he doesn't have Do a watch again, on. Do that again, Mr. Chess. What he just looks at his wrist like a watch. Now check this out with a book. Now you can read. Wow. Can you? Isn't that great? So he just cuts it off. Reading. So Reads the it's whole. just amazing the life that this has given him in this chest. And so we just, he wanted to say thank you. And uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for helping them. This is making a big, big difference in their life. And they're such precious people. Uh, when, when they're in church, Miss Chess signs and he holds her hands. Uh, show me how you do it, Miss Chess. So she signs the message. So he holds her hands. And so I asked her this morning, I said, so when, when you get aggravated and start telling him off, what does he do? Just let go? <laughs> and she said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just, we just want to say thank you. We love you guys very much, Mr. Chess. Did you want to say anything to everybody? Yeah, I, uh, I want to say thank you. <laughs> I want to thank every, everyone for helping me. Thank you very much. I love you all. <laughs> thank you again, again, again. Wow, we love you guys very much. It's pretty cool. It reads all, we had orange juice there. It reads the barcode on all the food, tells you exactly what you're buying. Tell, if, if he goes, it says the door's three foot away. There's two men standing in front of you. There's a man and a woman. And so it's just phenomenal. So because of your generosity, he's enjoying a better life. That's great, isn't it? Wow. Woo! We just go home now, can't we? Y'all are good people around here. I do want to talk to you just for the few moments that we have left uh, here today, and uh, it's, we're, we're really at a place, what I'm calling a new normal. So I don't think we're ever going back to something that we thought was normal. It's a, it's a new normal. 
Life's going to be different from here on out. There's no doubt about it. After this pandemic we've been through, the shaking that we've been through, um, it's like Jesus has left the building. And now he's out in culture. Not that he's not here with us today, but the only reason he's here is you brought him. That we're seeing Jesus actually manifesting in culture, in society. It's a new normal. There, do you know there's more people praying in homes now than ever before? There's more people online teaching and preaching God's word than ever before. Uh, it's like we've taken the internet back for God's purposes. Uh, it, there's more revelation, spiritual knowledge on media than ever before. It's, it's, a, it's a new normal. Uh, we experienced some of it this week Yesterday, we launched a new movement in Anniston, Alabama called Anniston Changers. And it's a brand new movement that the city manager, uh, after our work at Legacy Project, was so inspired. He said, Kent, if you will gather the faith-based leaders, I will put the whole force of the city of Anniston with you to change the city of Anniston. And so yesterday, our first, our first event the whole city of Anniston, which was the, the mayor, the, the councilman, the uh, uh, employees, the equipment, the trucks, the gear, and 10 churches came together for a transformation project in, in West Anniston. Let me show you some of the pictures of that. Uh, that. That was the ROTC of Anniston High School that was there for the day. Flip on through there. This is 10 pastors that are there together, black and white pastors. Uh, the, uh, that's the Communications Director Jackson, that's some of our projects we were painting uh, there in West Tennessee, cleaning up. We had 15 projects we completed that day. Had the bucket trucks out getting weeds off the buildings. uh, this is me and Pastor Carlton Phillips, the pastor of Friendship Baptist in West Anniston. He allowed me to preach to his congregation from the coffee shop there. And by the way, that's the coffee... Well, back up, please. By the way, that's the coffee shop that we, we had a soft open. Uh, it'll be hard open in two weeks on Saturday. This is called History Makers. It's in West Anniston on 15th Street. It's, it's the, name of, the name of its History Makers serving called coffee. Called Coffee is our coffee ministry that we purchase all the coffee from Peru, employ a whole village there to grow it. So they're employed. They send it to Birmingham and roast it, and we sell it. And so this is called coffee, and it's right now in there. Uh, General Jackson's partner with us there. We've got beautiful art uh, that he's had from when West Anniston was a thriving community. And so our, our mission is we're going to join there as a community and drink coffee, talk about how good it used to be, but then also look to the future of how great it's going to be in the future. And so this is the brand new coffee shop I'll be telling you more about. Keep flipping through. They're just painting. There's Trevor from Africa. He wound up. I don't know how the world Trevor. The the city manager came and said, hey, there's some guy here from Germany or Africa. He said, how did he show up? He said, I "I asked him, how did you show up? He just told me a hurricane blew me in. (laughs) So... Just a lot of great projects, uh, just pure, uh, that's our mayor in the woods getting debris out, uh, General Jackson there, one of our city officials, that's the coffee shop there. Trevor, you're famous, you're painting everything there. Uh, this is one of our new city councilmen uh, and some of his crew cooking hot dogs and hamburgers. Uh, a lot more were at work, 150 people there working, uh, cleaning up and transforming a city. Uh, painting the bridges and the uh, walkways and just it was a massive massive cleanup project cleanup day and uh, called Aniston Changers 
every third Saturday for two years we have projects planned out. And so there's big Steve and Bev there. That, and uh, Jackson Hodges and uh, Jared Snyder and his fiance, and that's our called coffee truck. And uh, so big times in Anniston. God's moving out in the culture, out, 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 in, out in the city. And uh, it's, it's a new normal. Our city manager took the microphone at the beginning of the day, and he said, before we do anything else, let me get one thing straight. It's what he said, city manager of Anderson. He said, let me get one thing straight. He said, I want every pastor here to come stand right here. We all went and stood, stood in front. He said, let me get the one thing straight. This city is changing because of the word of God. And he said, we are building a new city based on the word of God. That is our foundation, and that's what we're going to build on with his God's principles and the Word of God. And he said, get ready, get ready, get ready. And the crowd shouted, this is not a pre preacher. This is the city manager of Anniston decreeing and declaring. This, and this isn't just happening in Anniston. I'm, I'm just telling you, it's a new normal. This is a new normal. God, is, God, God put the whole earth on shutdown so he could begin to get his plans in place so that he could establish his people in a new way with a new normal of what it means to really be in the kingdom and serve God. That's why many of you are, are out worshiping radically this morning, why it's just a new normal. It's a, it, we just don't do it the way we used to do it because things are shifting, things are changing. The whole globe now realizes the mortality issue. The whole earth is more aware right now of mortality than any other time in the history that I can think of that, that, that literally I could die. And it's brought, a whole, it's brought a fear of the Lord, in my opinion, to say, wait a minute. If, if, this is, if I could die, I, I should be living differently. I should be getting some things sorted out. I should be getting some things in order. And so I just feel the whole fear of the Lord's covering the earth. And I just feel like God's preparing us for one of the greatest glory movements that the world has ever known where cities will be saved in a day and nations will be changed in a moment. These are, these are those prophecies that we've had that now I believe God is beginning to unfold to us and show us. Uh, we're seeing it everywhere. I'm seeing it. Uh, I was in a restaurant in Gadsden. Uh, two weeks ago where the owner of the restaurant who happens to be the chef came out to me and this is, the, this is the owner of the restaurant, the chef, and he walked up to me. He said, when I saw you, I knew God had something for you to say to me. He said, when I saw your eyes, I knew God had something to say to me. And I right there, I laid my hands on him right there in front of everybody. And the restaurant prophesied to him, gave him the word of the Lord. He's weeping, goes back in the kitchen, cooks us some meat, and brings it back out. He said, here, eat this. Like, Glory to God. Let there be meat in my house. Amen. And so, you know. This is in the and he said and he said this is my church. He said this this is my church. This restaurant's my church. I view every person that comes in as somebody God wants me to to not only cook for and serve but to minister to them on behalf of the kingdom of God. He said this is my church here. This it's a new normal. Coach Gross from Jack State with nine of his football players last Saturday we we feed them their home game meals. You, Word Alive, we feed them here at our facility. And he was here with 90 of his players. And he, and, and, and he looked at me. He said, Kent, this is, my, this is my church. These guys. This is who God's called me to. This is my ecclesia. 
And I know I only have a short period of time, two, three, four years, to make sure I sow the principles of God into their lives. He said, we're all about winning, we're all about that. But the main thing is I want them to know God before they leave under my tutelage. Come on, somebody. It's a new normal. This is a new normal that, that we're seeing God getting out of the box. We've let, it's like we've kept God so here in this room, but now he's out. He broke out of here. He said, like, I, yeah, I'm here with you, but I'm breaking out of here. I'm going to football teams and restaurants and cities and nations and businesses and enterprises, and, and I'm moving in a new way in the earth. And we've got to wrap our minds around this, even with technology even last couple of weeks when you guys shared your testimonies out and so many people's lives were radically changed. One of our uh, uh, members, Tan, who sings on the worship team, called me two days ago. Her grandmother uh, was in the hospital and she said, I, I, I got to get you on the iPhone. She said she had to talk to you. And, uh, and I, so I said, all right. And she said, what's wrong? She was really sick. She said, I knew you could get a hold of God for me. She said, pray for me right now. And we had a Holy Ghost time on the phone. Two days later, I get a call from the hospital. And, there's, and, uh, and I was like, hello. And there's like, yeah, this is UAB. And I was like, yes. And, and there's like, your number was written on uh, this lady's uh, by her bed on her uh, a little chart. Yeah, your phone number's on there. And uh, I said, yeah. She said, we don't know what to tell you. Somebody needs to come get her. She's well. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about a new normal. I said, I'm talking about a new normal. I said, I'm talking about a new normal. Had to get her granddaughter to run get her. She's well. She's ready to come home. God is doing something supernaturally. And so we want to really help you prepare for this. You and me, us, together. And so we, we need to rehearse some things again. Let's look at Matthew uh, 16, one more time. On this rock, I will build my church, my ecclesia, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I will give you, look at your neighbor say, he's talking about you. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. This, this new normal, it's not about going out and inviting people to come to church. The new normal is you've got the keys and you go out of here and you just start unlocking the kingdom of God for people right there where you are on a day-to-day -day basis. You use the keys, you unlock the doors and Jesus builds his church. This is the new normal that we're looking at where we're seeing our homes is the ecclesia. My home, my sphere of influence. I don't have to, I love coming to this building. We won't quit that. But this is, but for so long, this has been the thing. But that's not the new normal. The new normal is this is not the thing. I don't have to get here to get God. I, I come here not because I have to. I come here because I want to. I, I, I know that ever so often I need to be with the body. I need to be in worship. I need to be with you. I need to be here. But the real stuff that's happening is not here on Sunday. The real stuff that's happening is when I take the keys and I go out here Monday. Because if you think about it, we, we've taken this example of red chairs before and how many hours you spend in each of these chairs. You know, in the, in, you, you, We spend 90 minutes at the most in a red chair here. But we spend 40 hours in a work chair. 
And we spend about 80, I don't know how many hours in our home chair. A lot of time. The thing is, what's most important, well, well I understand this, this 90 minutes has been important in the past, but I believe God has used those 90 minutes to get us ready for all the other chairs that we're going to sit in. And, and, and the church, is, is, it's different, it's changing. It's not like I'm coming here to get somebody, to see somebody get saved. I'm coming here, I brought three people who got saved with me during the week, and I just need to get them baptized. Right? I brought people that got healed while I was out in, 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 in my job, and, and I just need to introduce them to everybody. Like, these are new people that are healed and born again and, and saved. That didn't happen here. It happened, this is the new normal. This is, this is what God's doing. I, I will build my church, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose will be loosed in heaven. This is the new normal. This is what God looks like outside the church, outside the building, I should say. Uh, I, some of you may rem remember me telling you about the doctor from England that, that gave such a great example of where he felt the church was. He's the doctor that helps children with lazy eyes. And he said the way we heal a lazy eye is we take a patch and put it over the kid's good eye, which makes his lazy eye respond because actually he has the ability to see it's just not in use. It's not engaged. So what we do is we put a patch over the good eye, and he said he stumbles around at first, but over time the eye begins to engage with the nerves and everything begins to connect, and the next thing you know is 30 days, 60 days, all of a sudden his bad eye actually can become better than the good eye. And he prophesied this doctor, he said, I felt like God has put a patch over the church's good eye. We've been good at gathering. We've been good at worshiping. We've been good at preaching. We've been good at teaching. But we've not been so good taking this culture to, out into society and living the gospel outside the four walls of the church. So I believe through COVID, God put a patch on our good eye. And we're stumbling around a little bit out here with our bad eye. But I'm telling you what, I believe our bad eye is about to get as good as our good eye. And just like we've been good at going to church, now we're going to get good at the church going. So look at your neighbor and say, the church is about to get going. Church is about to get going. Look at Matthew 18, 18 through 20. We want to keep sowing these principles. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on the earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on the earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Now this is the promise of God. This isn't a cliche. Now this is where I wanted just to, to land here. This is important for us to grab hold of this. We're not sending you out of here with a principle. We're not sending you out of here even with four spiritual truths on a track. We're not sending you out of here with just kind of something that, you know, some kind of tool to try to help you influence somebody. We're sending you out of here with the manifest presence of Jesus. And the power to do unusual miracles. 
This is what validates you. It's a new normal. It's not our education that validates us. It's not our affiliation that, develop, that, that validates us. Let me just say this. People don't care anymore who you are. They don't care if you're Baptist, Methodist. Why? Because it's a new normal. People are so desperate for God, they don't, they don't mind if you're Catholic, Presbyterian, Episcopal, Methodist. As long as you can get in touch with God and get God in their lives, that's what people want to know about. So it's not our affiliation anymore. Well, I'm with Word Alive or I'm with this church. It's with I'm with Jesus. And when his, but, but this is a reality. This isn't a cliche. This isn't some philosophy. This is a reality. He said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in your midst. And how many of you know when Jesus is in your midst, anything and everything becomes possible in that situation? And it's what validates you. It it is what gives you the, the strength to speak for him in your sphere of influence and not be afraid. And not be, to be bold for him. Not, not to be intimidated by others because his presence is with you. I, I, and, and I'm a practitioner. I'm not a theologian. So I just, when I learn something and God shows me, I start trying to use it. So I'm recently on a phone call. And, and, and I'm on a phone call with the vice president of Central South America, Time Warner. Like He's a big wig. And I'm on, on a Zoom call with him, and the other guy is an executive at Rock One in New York City with AT&T. And here I am from Oxford. <laughs> no, not Coldwater, Oxford. Because when I say Oxford, they think I'm one of them. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, here I am, and I'm, and I'm honestly, I feel, you know, I'm supposed to be leading this group. But you're kind of intimidated. I mean, these are educated, powerful men in the world standards. But I'd remember, wait a minute. Jesus is with me. And I said, before we talk, could I just invite the manifest presence of Jesus? And he said, yeah. I said, Lord Jesus. I felt him just a little bit. I said, where two or three are gathered, you said you'd be here. Thank you for your manifest presence. Next thing I know, my eyes, both of them, tears running down their face. What happened? Jesus had stepped in the meeting. What does that do? That validates me. In other words, that tells them he has something to say. So in the past, we've been trying to validate ourselves with all this other nonsense. Are you ordained? Are you not ordained? Are you Baptist? Are you Catholic? Are you Pentecostal? But that's not what validates us. What validates us is when the presence of King of Kings, this is what they said in the New Testament. They said we were ignorant, unlearned men, but we sensed they had been with Jesus. And when Jesus steps in the scene, you people's... What is that presence? What is that aura? What is that feeling? What is it when you walk in a restaurant? God's with that man. What, he's got something to say. That's presence. That's our validation as God's ambassadors is his manifested presence. And the second thing that takes us is when we 
me, according to Matthew 18, he said, if you gather and invite me, I'll manifest. And the second thing he said in his instruction to us, whatever you ask me. Whatever you ask me, I'll do it. And so when we have these two validations, which is one, manifest presence. So when you get in an encounter out here and you start talking about the Lord to somebody, all of a sudden Jesus shows up. They feel him. Then all you got to say is, what do you need? What do you need for you? Yeah. Jesus said, if you'll ask that from your Father in heaven, he'll do it. Maybe we hadn't seen that work because we've been asking so much for ourselves. Talk about it. That's what I'm talking about. And not for others. What if we just started talking about more for, to God for what others need instead of what we need, according to Matthew 18, and see if he'll not manifest and show up and do unusual miracles? In all in Alabama, we, went, we met with a mayor who is of another persuasion, theologically, who happened to ask about the Holy Spirit. I said, I can tell you what I know about him. And he, I said, my question is, do you want him? He said, if he's available. <laughs> prayed for him. Spirit manifested. Jesus manifested. He starts vibrating on the power of God. He looked at me. He said, Ken, I'm not, I'm not offended. I'm undone. I just got, I got to leave. I, he said, I'm not mad at you. I just don't know what to do with this. He said, I got to go away somewhere and go... Be alone. I, I don't know how to process this. I said, no problem. He got up and walked out. I thought, man, I messed that one up. You know, he's gone. <laughs> Ten minutes later, he texted me. He said, look, I, I, I don't know what's happening. I said, what do you mean? Text, what do you mean? He said, I walked out of your church. I thought, like, I should say something to God. But I didn't know what to say. I just knew I needed to acknowledge him. I said, what happened? He said, I opened my mouth to say something, and it sounded like Navajo Indians were talking out. God had filled him with the great Holy Ghost. Come on now. Unusual miracles. Later on, I got to meet his wife. She said, I don't know what you've done to my husband. He said, but whatever you've done to him, I want it done to me. Can you dream with me a minute? If we really start living the new normal, and I understand this has been normal for other places, but not in America. But this is the new normal. This is the new normal where the church is not trying to gather people in a room to get them saved and keep them safe. Jesus didn't die to make us safe. He died to make us dangerous. He said, the church I'm building, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. We've got business owners. Uh, I see one of our ladies that owns a, owns a salon. I, that, that We've dedicated those places as ecclesias. And now businesses are becoming ecclesias. Homes are becoming ecclesias. 
Instead of trying to build a big youth group, we're sending teenagers into high schools as the ecclesia to be the light and to be the power of God. Doctors are becoming the ecclesias with their patients, and, and businessmen and women are becoming ecclesias with their It's happening in this hour. It's the new normal. And so our mandate is Ephesians 4, 11 through 12. The whole purpose of the church, the apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers was what? For the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of God has saved you and called you with a holy calling. Now the clock is ticking and it's time to get clicking. Huh? So we're wanting to empower you to step out into culture and live Matthew 18. Where two or three are gathered, there I am in the midst of you, whatever you ask, I'll do it for you. It's of God's transformation. This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.